When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. X gonna give it to you. I don't know why that makes me laugh every time, but it really does. I like that a lot. X gonna give it to you. I know why. Because Emily's singing DMX. <laughs> it could be as simple could as that. that. X gonna give it to you. We should do some more segments where I just rap some lyrics. Yeah, I, At least the clean lyrics of some other I don't people. hate that idea. I think that's yeah. a pretty good idea. You saw uh, a movie this week. You got a you had a weekend, Slee. You got a crazy Laker-Warriors yeah. game. Yeah. You saw a movie. You got two conference championship football games. Yeah, that that none of that's important. I got to find one thing here for you real quick. Um, yesterday was an NFL game. And okay. Two NFL games, which there's certain types of food. <laughs> Ramen. That pairs well. <laughs> that pairs well with the NFL. Tikka masala. Goises. Okay. <laughs> so far, you're the closest on your last. Okay. Answer. So yesterday you had Indian food with the NF- with the championship. Ch- 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 yeah, I got you. I got Some you. classic non. I got you. Guys. <laughs> I got you. Get more along the lines there. Curry. Um, we're sitting there. Uh, we're sitting there, and we're having our. Uh, Actually, I, I, I kind of ate light throughout the day. First game ended, and we already know we're going to be ordering something. So I just was like, Michelle, I already know what we're ordering. She's like, okay, well, what are we ordering? I'm like, well, obviously we're ordering Indian food for the NFL game. Uh, Radhika Restaurant in uh, South Pasadena. By the way, our boy Muhammad reached out to me oh, a couple weeks how's ago. How's Muhammad? I gotta, he's good. He's good. good. I think he wants to bring in some okay. for, the, uh, for the office here. Nice. Um, so... You know, let, let's use as an example, Niners, um, Niners and the Lions and Dan Campbell making a bad decision, me eating one of those samosas, which are the fried. Those are good. Those are really good. <laughs> yeah. Or uh, Purdy coming back on one of his runs and me having the lamb curry on some basmati rice. They all kind of go together. You know what I'm talking about, right? Okay. Uh, the flavored naan, <laughs> like you mentioned already. I mean, just an unbelievable order. And you tell me what breathes NFL football like Indian food from South Pasadena. Does somebody want to – I think people know what I'm talking about. I have to ask the two of them because this bothers me a great deal. And there's no reason it should. Like, there's nothing that says you have to get pizza and wings with football. It's it's no more right or wrong than – what did you get? Lamb curry and samosas. Yeah, I think the actual dish is called Rogan Josh. Rogan, okay, you got Rogan Josh and Rogan samosas. Josh. Like that, that's good. That I like Indian food. That's fine. But for whatever reason, like like pizza, wings, uh, chili, like these feel like football foods. It's like on Fourth of July, having a hot yeah, dog, a hot and, a dog and a hamburger, yes. watermelon, yes. corn on the cob. Yeah. Right? Yes, exactly. we're all on the same page. Does it bother you guys the way it bothers me? <laughs> Because it shouldn't, but it does. 
<laughs> what, that you don't get wings and pizza? No, no, no. That he eats Indian food on big football weekends. It shouldn't bother me, but it really does. Nah. The whole time I'm telling myself, I tell Michelle, my family's gonna, this story's going to bother me have, so much. There's no logical reason that it should bother me. A, it's not, I didn't have to eat it. And B, what difference does it make what you eat with which sporting event? But it bothers me. I can't so, I can't put my finger on it. Um, similar story. And I knew it definitely bothered me. <laughs> But I saw it at my. I saw the second game at my friend's place. And they didn't have like they. Uh, it's kind of like an impromptu hosting, mm-hmm. so they didn't have a spread ready. So we all kind of brought stuff, but they kind of just were rolling out all the snacks that they had in their house possible. One was just orange slices cut up, and another was like it was an eight year old soccer game. <laughs> you put the heat on that. That's good. <laughs> orange slices, right, some so Oreos. Here's where I think. <laughs> it, I'm okay. Yeah. Here's where I think it bothers you. I think this might. I think I might kind of have it. In the wheelhouse. Okay. Okay. Let's say I go to my parents' house and I happen to be there on a Sunday. Okay. And it's an NFL weekend. Okay. And my mom cooks up all this Middle Eastern food. That doesn't bother There's no me. No problem there. That doesn't There's bother no me. Issue. No. Jorge has talked about how he's doing his thing and he was going to marinate some carne asada. You were telling us on Friday, right? You're going to do your thing. All that makes sense, right? It's the <laughs> fact that you seek it out. I'm. <laughs> I'm yes. looking for it. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, like I'm going out. And, you're and, exactly and, right. And think, about, and think about Michelle for a quick second here. She's trying to wrap her head around, okay, what are we doing? And I'm like, you just got to trust me. She got the tandoori <laughs> chicken. I got the lamb curry. By the way, if it was a meal that you and I just had and we went to this restaurant, you would have loved that, every that, single that's bite. That's totally different. That's it's totally that different. I'm ordering it. it you, you put your finger on for it. For the it's, NFC game. It's that you're ordering out. Okay, fine, cool, that great. Football, yeah. order some food in, sounds great. Yeah. But that that you could order the right things, in my opinion, but you choose something so off the board, it's like, I, it doesn't add when up to me. When you take the garlic naan and you dip it <laughs> into that lamb curry sauce and the Lions get another first down. I know it's good. They all just go together. <laughs> it's think- not that I don't like what you ordered, I don't like that you ordered it that day. It doesn't make any sense. I know I, it's stupid, but it bothers me. I think all football watching food needs to be somewhat handheld. I think it needs to be no be utensils, handheld, so you can't keep take your eyes to the TV. DeMarco. DeMarco was saying that on yeah. Friday. DeMarco, I was asking him, hey, what's the spread like? He's all, As long as I don't have to put my head up. Right? That's what DeMarco was saying. Oh, I'm sorry. He doesn't have to put his head down. Like, right, he doesn't right. want utensils, anything else. Pizza, wings, all those things yeah. can be eaten with your eyes Mine, on Mine, I needed a spoon, a fork. <laughs> and a an napkin. Oh, definitely an Top napkin. Top six sometimes, <laughs> another meal. So good. Bothers me. We'll get back to your movie. I, it, the you, movie's done. The movie's this, not even. This that's is, nothing. I was more, so much more excited <laughs> to tell you about the Indian food. Well, because I think you finally realized that like the love language for me is when you make me feel bad like that that's how i know that you're you're paying attention right i don't want you to try to make me feel good i want you to try to make me feel bad and that for and, and the worst part is i don't even have a good explanation as to why it bothers me <laughs> but, but like no it, the best part is that when i get home later today i have indian food waiting for me in the refrigerator good. that sounds good like if emily not that this would ever, this scenario would ever present itself, but let's assume for a second that I invited you to my house and you accepted, okay? Yeah. And you came over and we're watching the game, and I had a spread of Indian food. Would you be like, "Well, that's kind of weird"? Yeah, it's a little, it's a little <laughs> different. It's not really what I expected. So I've never thought about that. <laughs> I've never thought of inviting somebody over. Uh, no, I would do that. <laughs> 
I would you do go it. to but a they, Super Bowl party but, and but then you would, bring that. As but they your would have to dish? approve it. Like I would have. I remember a couple Super Bowls, Super Bowls ago. <laughs> I had my sister and her family in town, and my brother-in-law. You know, it's kind of the same thing. Like, kind of likes the food. He wants to try everything. And I said, all right, guys, what do you guys want to eat? There's this, there's that, there's this. I named off 15 different things. When I said sushi and ramen and all that, he's like, that's what we're eating. So maybe that's when it started. So it's his fault? What's his name? No, no, I need to know who to blame. <laughs> Nobody's fault. I want to take credit for it. No, but if you would have said, why don't we just get some wings and pizza? Get us some cold beer. Yeah, I would have got them wings and pizza while I got in here. <laughs> All right, listen all week uh, to our show, the Travis Lee Show, for your chance to win a family four-pack of tickets to the Clash at the Coliseum coming up on Sunday, February 4th at the L.A. Memorial Coliseum. It is a full day of family fun and the return of NASCAR Fan Fest. Tickets start at $65 and kids under 12 start at just 10 bucks. Get your tickets at NASCARClash.com and you can win them all week long in the Travis Lee Show on 710 ESPN. Could I twist your arm to come to that? I'm going again. I want you to it's twist. Fun, no, it's I, I, okay. super fun. You've been okay. to both of them oh, too, yeah. right? I've been to the one last one? year's. It's it's an incredible time. I've been to the one in Fontana. That's the only race I've ever been to. Jimmy okay. Johnson ended up winning. This that is back very in the day. different than that. Okay, let me Genesis Invitational or this. I know there. You can't get any more yeah, opposite. That's yeah. That's and are they going to sell Tikka Masala Jones. there? They're both awesome. Nice. Good Spanish, Emily. The the golf event is. A full day, you're gonna have a great time. Yeah. Beautiful venue. You're gonna get your steps in. Like it's mm-hmm. it's it's really a lot of fun. This is unique. You know, like I like things that are kind of, for lack of a better word, weird. A little weird. Like I love the the Ducks and the Kings playing at Dodger Stadium. Yep. That was really cool. Like yep. kind of the thing that's out of place a little bit. A racetrack is put in the middle of the Coliseum. It's, it's really small. It's a good sell. They're bumping into each other the whole time. It's mm-hmm. it, it's dis- You're like. SC should be playing Notre Dame down there. Instead, <laughs> they're driving stock cars. It's, it's really loud. And they have a halftime where they yeah. stop and play a concert. Awesome. Do and they, then they do they it's great. Should I ask the question? Do they sell lamb curry there? <laughs> I bet you could find and bring it in, maybe. I don't know okay. if they'll let you haul it in, but NASCAR. You know what they do have, Slee? This is weird. And lamb curry, like the NFL and non. You know what they have? Hot dogs and beer. Pretty fun. And chicken tenders. No and chicken, chicken tenders. tenders. Yeah. I will take the, uh, they have the turkey food. leg. I want the turkey they leg. They might. I don't, Fontana, I don't know for that sure. was all over the place. Yeah. That was, it's, that was but everywhere. Fontana, the track's enormous. And yeah. the track, the car's on the other side of the track. You can't really see them. Everything's right down on the floor of the Coliseum. It's a great day. It's a great day. I was going to say, are you going to dress for the event? Like, do you dress up in a specific way for the event? Like, a you're going to wear a NASCAR jacket. You're going to wear a Dale Earnhardt Your Jr. shirt. Like, from I don't high know. Like, are you going to go... And dress for the occasion. I don't Travis. have any of those things, so I would have to go purchase them. I'm going to go as Travis. I think I'm going to show up in my uniform, uh, maybe slightly more comfortable, maybe a hoodie as opposed to one of my quarter zips. I'm going to send you something that I think you should get. Okay. That I think you should wear to this uh, to this event. All right, I'll take a look. I'll take. I'm I'm not a I'm not a hard no. Um, all right, we're going to do it next. Lee Dan Campbell's worst decision of the day was not going for it on fourth down when he shouldn't have. It wasn't even some of the things that he makes in game necessarily on fourth down. Mm-hmm. It was right before that. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. And with limited time, state, federal, and local rebates, you could be on your way to as much as ten thousand dollars in savings. 
on new furnace and AC systems, new water heaters, and more thanks to NextGen Air and Plumbing. Simply call the NextGen Rebate Hotline at 833-3NEXTGEN, and their rebate team will help you save every penny possible. So don't pass up this chance to save up to thousands of dollars. And while you're there, make sure to ask about NextGen's incredible zero payments for 90-day financing option on approved credit. That's right. No payments for 90 days with these unbelievable finance options and the rebates that can significantly drive down your costs. So now is the perfect time to call the home hole experts at NextGen Air and Plumbing. Do not wait. These financing options and rebates will not last. Call right now. 833-3-NEXTGEN. That's 833-3-NEXGEN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. So how about this? The Million Dollar Monday uh, promotion that we had going on, right? You had to pick the two Super Bowl participants, predict the final score to win a million dollars. Well, we're down to the Super Bowl. 14 people are alive. Unbelievable. That's unbelievable. 14 people That's are alive. That's a really, really, really freaking big deal. If you had told me two people are alive. 14. I would tell you, cool, let me know their score. And I'm going to 100% keep that in mind when I'm watching the Super Bowl, that one of our listeners is in this Absolutely. competition. There's 14 of them? 14. Because, look, if if Damn. the Ravens or the Lions got in, just one or the other, I would imagine the number goes way down. If, if, if it's, it's the Lions, Lions it's probably it's zero. zero. Yeah, it's zero. The Ravens, the Ravens and Niners, yeah. You're going to have a couple. The two number one seeds, they're mm-hmm. both good all season long, but Chiefs, Niners, is, is a, even though it wasn't chalk, is super chalky, and four, somebody could win a million bucks. That's amazing. That's crazy. That's very cool. That's why you got to listen. That's why you got to call. Yep. That's why you got to participate in the uh, the promotions you along the way. think people are scrambling like Lamar Jackson right now in the back? <laughs> the promotions Jackson. area saying, how many do we have? We have 14 of them? <laughs> it's not their money. <laughs> like, they, I mean, where I, I know who it's not coming from. No. Right? No. Um, why did Dan Campbell run the ball on third down, down to the goal line? Okay. About a minute to go. Yeah. He's got three timeouts. It's third down, and and again, by the way, Craig Olson's really good at his gig. He 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 yeah, said it. Him. He goes, "You have to throw it right here. If you don't throw it right here, and you don't get in, the game's over." 
He called his shot, and Dan Campbell runs it. They don't get in. They have to burn a timeout. They go for it on fourth down, obviously, and they end up getting the touchdown. But now you can only stop the clock twice. The 49ers don't have to do anything other than recover an onside kick, and the game is over. That The guy in the booth in real time saying, you can't, you have to pass it here. Because if you don't, you have to burn a timeout and the game is over. The guy on TV gets it, but the head coach on the ground doesn't get it? How does that happen? All right, a couple things here. First off, to go to what you just said, you're right about Greg Olson, and it's uh, Kevin Burkhardt does it. Yeah, he's play-by-play. Okay. That might be the most underrated of the play-by-play people that I think we have in the NFL. And I really do believe... And they won't be there next year because Tom Brady's going to go in. We'll see. We'll see. I'm still holding out. I think they're talked about the least. That's a great pairing they do their thing and i feel like as the game is going olsen says a lot of things where i'm like all right i'm learning from this whatever the case is okay and he's ahead he's not Mm -hmm. it's not after the fact it's hey if they do this this will happen and he's right way more than he's wrong it's natural there is no like i'm trying to be someone i'm not okay yeah i don't know jim yeah Yeah. (laughs) he was not an easy (laughs) listen Uh, all i'm hearing when tony romo's screaming that's the greatest playing ever i'm like no it's lucky It's 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 lucky. Lamar's really fast, and he ran under his own deflected ball. It's not the greatest play of all Romo time. Romo did lucky. have a good moment when it was the first and five of he kind of called that out yeah. of what they were doing. But I know he's yeah. There's a got to control that volume a little bit. Um, <laughs> the actual play, the third down run, the third down run. So as it was unfolding, you're kind of telling yourself, I'm like, wow, this is actually really unique. What the Lions are doing here, they're down ten. You feel like the game's over. However, they're giving themselves a shot here. They're giving themselves a shot. Like as the as as we're getting closer to that situation, and they started pointing this out. Like, hey, this game's not over. They're already in field goal position. So at the absolute worst, you're just going to kick a field goal, and then you're going to go take your chance. The way that was all unfolding, I'm like, this is really smart from Dan Campbell and the sidelines of the Lions kind of understanding that those three timeouts, that's your only ticket left to keeping this thing a game. Did it come down to that final play? No, it didn't. There were a lot of other plays right now. But that was a critical stage where that third down, it was such a simple way of doing it. All we got to do is basically throw the ball. The only thing we have to do is make sure we don't use our timeouts. And at the worst, yes, I know you want to get the touchdown right there. And maybe you're thinking, maybe they're thinking in their head, the 49ers think we're going to throw the ball. So maybe we could just sneak in and get it. Yeah, but a you run. have to throw the ball. You don't have a choice. Right. You don't have a choice. That's Now you're coming down to an onside kick. We already know what the percentages are that people are not gonna, aren't going to get onside kicks. That sequence is not talked about enough because on third down if it you was throw the, the ball and you don't get it and then you decide we're kicking a field goal and people are gonna say well, why would you be kicking a field goal because the only shot we got is still staying in this game then we're gonna onside kick it and if we don't get it we got stopped we can three stop downs. the clock i i that's not the niners about weren't your opponent at that point in the game the opponent was the clock that's it that, that you you have to manage the clock nothing else matters you're they were going to score points whether it's the three or the seven and even kicking the field this is like madden 101 right you need the ball twice at the you end of the game you had to walk away with your three timeouts and points it didn't matter which points to get of course you wanted a touchdown but if you threw it in the end zone on third down listen if you got the touchdown on third down, now you're really in the game because you got the three timeouts. The only way the game was ending is you used one of those timeouts because you ran the ball. And the odds of getting an onside kick are virtually zero in the NFL right now. That it just and the only ones zero that are successful, p- 
periodically, and not even periodically, it's once a in a blue moon. Thing. It, it, it's a thing. Somebody's caught flat-footed. You do it to open a half. You do it to open a game. You do it after a touchdown early. The end-of-game scenario where the whole building knows you're onside kicking, then they change the rules. You can't overload one side. You can't get a running start. You can't do it anymore. So your only chance to win the game is to get the ball back on offense after calling three timeouts, forcing them to punt the ball away, and hope to throw a Hail Mary into the end zone. That, that, That's it. That's your you? only path. And you didn't even – the second they ran the ball, the game was over. I know. It was over. You you basically so forfeited. I, I Of all the – I know people are going to get upset, upset at him at the fourth downs – but the fourth downs, at least, you know, he might have thought in his head, look, this is what I do. He might have thought in his head, I have the play for this. That final drive where you ran the ball, it was, it's basically your game. That's it. I think Emily had the stat before they changed the uh, the onside kick, um, before they changed some of the rules. It used to be about a one in five, 20% chance of getting an onside kick. Now it's about... Uh, one in twenty. I think she. It's a six percent chance. Six percent chance, something along those lines. And I would You're love to know of that six percent, which are end of game scenarios, because I bet it's lower. My point is, I bet it's lower than the six percent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I get what you're saying, and I get that, and I'm not even like. I wouldn't want Dan Campbell coaching my team, but I get why people like him, and I get that he's got a style. I get that he's got a lane that he goes into, but. The, the answer well, I got to play for this, and we, we this is what we do. Okay, cool. Can I just offer a little bit of context here? If your way doesn't work, the game's over. You're talking about the last, yes, the last part. If, yeah. if you do yeah. it the right way. I don't think he had a then, justification for that one. I, I, I can't imagine. The, the fourth downs, he had but his you, justification. You can't make a decision based on your way. If mm-hmm. the if it doesn't work, it's over. Yeah. You get Two shots. Don't yeah. take one because if you take one and it does, that's it. I, I, and he painted I'll, himself in the corner. I'll say this, and, and I don't think what you're saying is crazy. But when you say you don't want Dan Campbell coaching your team, I think I give Dan Campbell a lot of credit for what he was. If this is a results-driven league, mm-hmm. he got to the NFC Championship game. Um, did he have some moments where potentially he cost them the game? He did. But I think this is Dan Campbell, and there is a he got here because of the decisions he made throughout the season, throughout the year, when he played the Los Angeles Rams or when he played the uh, was it the, the Dallas Cowboys yeah. when he goes forward on the and and again these all stand out because they are some of them it's like we know you want to be aggressive, but if you were just a little bit more strategic with your aggressive. You might be playing for a Super Bowl well, coming up in, in, in two weeks or whatever the case is. But I think the think about how Dan Campbell started. Think about the quotes that came out when he started. Think about it felt like a lot of people were making fun of him and his style and this guy is not going to be successful in the league. Him and Jared Goff were a couple plays away from making it to the Super Bowl. I do want to give him credit for that. I want to come back to Jared Goff in a second. I, and I want to give him credit too, but here, here here's the problem. Nobody, I don't care if it's Emily, Alan, Jorge, me. You can't be all one thing and none of another. You, you, you need to be a little bit of a cocktail or something. No, no, uh, what I'm getting at is the decision to go for two points from the seven-yard line against Dallas. Bad decision. Didn't, if they're the number one seed, that game yesterday might have been in Detroit. I know a lot of things had to break the right way, yeah. but the, there are moments where, hey, listen, 
this is, I get it, I have a lane. I'm the aggressive guy. I'm the guy that bites kneecaps and goes for it. Yeah, cool. If you don't, it's over. That's it. You're playing on the road. You're The game, the, the clock expires. I'm okay with being aggressive until it is a, hey, look, if this doesn't work, we're done. But can I ask you a question? When it worked, when they converted on 24 fourth downs, the most in the NFL, and it's yep. not even close, there are times that it worked. I, I get it. But my question is, of those 24 times, how many, if they didn't get it, was the game over? Mm-hmm. And I I don't know the answer to that, so I, I'm not saying that it's zero, but there's a difference between going forward on fourth and four from the 45-yard line in the second quarter when the game's 10-10, to 10, and there's a difference on the NFC Championship game. If this doesn't work, the game's over. That's a, that's a very different decision. We're not in Detroit. I understand we're in L.A. Do you think Lions fans today are saying, what the hell did this coach – we had a no. chance to go to the Super Bowl no. or no? No, because he, he put them in a place where yeah. they had literally had never been in most of these people's lifetimes. He is charismatic. He is very likable. He's funny. Like, I I get it. The team likes him. The team loves him. But let's not, him. let's not jump past the part where they blew a 17-point – halftime lead and lost the game and to your point they were behind by 10 points in the fourth quarter mm-hmm. after they there's a that's a 27 point swing mm-hmm. that's a bad coaching job well I, and I'm, I'm gonna go back to it if you're gonna collapse a 17 point deficit it can't just be your coach you're gonna need josh reynolds to draft 100 you're gonna need kindle vador to um hit have a <laughs> have a football hit his face mask you knew you're gonna Iuke, win at that point didn't and you getting it you need gibbs to yeah. fumble like there are other things that you need to have he's that. not the only thing on the list but he's on the list and he's near the top of it that that you 17 points at halftime yeah everything's working 12 minutes later it's a tie game right <laughs> that that's not good and then a series of decisions after but that. also one of the best offenses in the nfl yeah. was no, no, no. on the other side again yeah. it's not that it was a complete failure until it was a complete failure yesterday, right? That he, he put them in a position. I loved what he said afterwards. He's like, look, there's no guarantee we're ever going to be back here. That's really raw. That's incredibly honest. And I respect it. And it's also likely, or at least certainly possible, that this was their best chance going up against an unproven. Brock Purdy's going to be feeling pretty good about himself the next time he's in that situation. He earned some, he got some cuts and scrapes and scars and hey the next time hey i went down 17 in the nfc championship game i came back and won the damn game in large part because i played really mm-hmm. well you don't think that guy's gonna strut onto that field at the super bowl feeling halfway decent and had an interception and had an interception Needed probably should have had three right yeah that pick for our uh that interception the <laughs> 0.5 was a big one it helped yeah, i think we all had that yeah, one right. i think we all got that one right uh real quick on jared goff we're talking about how the Lions had big eyes, especially in the second half. Jared Goff's the one guy that didn't, and we'll explain that coming up in about 15 minutes from right now. But right now, eh, factor cap. Coming up next is Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. 
Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hey guys. Uh, yesterday I watched the first game at home and the second game I watched at my friend's place. And it was a bunch of like other girls and everything. I didn't really know. <laughs> they know football, but it was kind of fun. Are you the expert in the group? Yeah, it was kind of funny because I was able to like, people were like, okay, like, why is that happening there? And it's really cool to be able to like, I think I know exactly why that's happening there. Or, like, you know, we didn't have a sound on and I could kind of explain like what was happening either. We didn't, we, just, we had music on instead of the commentators. So we didn't really care about having it on. What is that face for? I uh, knew. No. Yeah, I can't do that. No. Yeah. We talked about, we were saying uh, you go to a bar or something, you watch a game. I'm going to need that remote. Hey, hey, I'm need hey, to not get, only do I want to hear the the guy, the, yeah. the play-by-play and the color mm-hmm. guy, I want to hear the crowd. I, w- mm-hmm. I want to I want to get the buzzy and the and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, it worked for us. I mean, I wasn't the host, so I wasn't going to uh, Turn it say, off! Anything, <laughs> say anything about it. Oh, um, but it was still, like, uh, guys, it's still fun. We need time. some volume. Or I, I can't. That's or, actually. Or, that's, hey, can we turn on the sound? You yeah. know, we like the music. Cool, yep. no problem. And then two things I got to have. Look, look, I got to go. Two things I got to have in an AFC or NFC championship game. Volume up, Indian food. Uh-huh. Those are the two things. Always necessary. Yeah. Um, so Bob Odenkirk, one of our favorite guys who played Saul Goodman in the Breaking Bad slash Better Call Saul series, uh, he found out that he and King Charles are 11th cousins. And no. uh, <laughs> Odenkirk said, quote, I'm an American. I'm not a monarchist. I don't believe in that. You know, I feel like it's a little twisted. So he's not necessarily a fan that he's related to the royal family. Um, also, one of my friends, she uh, isn't at that party, but she's like friends with that group of people. She found out that her dad was not her dad through a 23andMe test. So doors Sheesh. can be opened. So my statement is... Because mom was stepping out or she was adopted or what? It was a mom-dad issue, yes. Okay. <laughs> not adopted. <laughs> okay. Um, so... You would take one of the 23andMe tests, understanding you might find out something you might not have wanted to find out. Travis, factor cap. Fact. I, I Yeah, I, I don't think that knowledge is ever a bad thing necessarily. I mean, you just put out two examples that I wouldn't be too thrilled about. Uh yeah, I, I. But she I, also got exposed to like a whole new family. That that family accepted her, and now she has another family. That's great. That she can have. So. Uh, yeah, I would do it. I, I would like to know because, like, I am the most vanilla hodgepodge of a million different things that that is here. You know, I like I get a little jealous, Jorge, when you talk about your culture, when you talk about your sleep. I don't. We don't have any of that. We just mm-hmm. have kind of you know quietly seething white people in my family. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we we don't have any like cultural roots. So I, I would like to have some of that for sure. Al? Fact, I did it before, but it was a while ago. I probably did it eight, ten years ago, something like that. I'm 60% Mexican. <laughs> I did not know. I did not know I'm 60% Hispanic. No, I I, um, I think it's cool to kind of be able to track a little bit. It, nothing surprising came up with me. Um, obviously, my roots, the Middle East, and it's an interest. I, I'd actually, I'd be open to doing it again. I think when I did it before, it was more just uh, a buddy of mine kept telling me, hey, you should try this, you should try I think he had done it. But yeah. I think I would pay probably closer attention if I do it now. Because also it helps when more people do it because then you have more data. Uh, right. Jorge? Uh, yeah, I would do it too. Uh, and I guess at this point if I found out like somebody else, I'm, I belong to a, a different family, I wouldn't seek, I wouldn't look for them or whatever because I grew up, it's been what, 30 something years? It's your years. family. Right. But it's like they've never, they were never around. So right. like why now? Like, why go seek them? Like, what well, do I do? Well, it's because you there? find out a part of yourself that you didn't uh, realize. So, no. what happened to my friend was that <laughs> she went there and she's like, everybody looks like me and everyone acts like me. This is a, a side of myself I didn't know about. And I think it's some sort of, it was very interesting for her. Would least. you do it? 
I would not. I don't need a company having my DNA. So that that's the best reason not to do it. By the way, that's how they get you. Yeah, I I, I don't I don't need to know that. By the so. way, if by the way, if they really wanted it, they, they have it already. Have it. I know. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like the AI thing. Right. Um, so there is a YouTube series show called Chicken Shop Date. It's where this British girl Amelia, she has celebrities on. It's kind of a similar thing to like um, Hot Ones, but instead of having hot spicy chicken wings and asking questions it's basically a flirt off so she's like goes on a quote date with these people and she flirts with them so there's three people no 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 it's just melia and the okay celebrity that she's talking to and she flirts with them and it's kind of funny because you see where these celebrities they all buy into the concept and it's kind of cool so put yourself back in the days as a single man you would consider yourself to be a good flirt alf after cap uh, Cap, I don't think I was a, I think I'm looking more for like conversation. Is it interesting? I don't want to make things awkward one way or the other. I don't think I was an overly, I'm going to flirt with this individual. Now, if I'm interested in that person, I'm going to probably ask, hey, do you want to go grab a drink or a cup of coffee or something like that? That I'm going to do, but I'm not giving all the telltale signs of a, of a flirt. I will say this, this show that you're talking about. I saw it maybe one or two times. This was like a year or two ago. Um, we need to do rabbit hole. Okay. Rabbit yep. hole is a concept yeah. that we talked about of just different things that you get on the internet and you start. Mm-hmm. This is a good example. I kind of got caught into I'm like, well, this is kind of interesting. <laughs> Plus, they were, like you said, these are celebrities. These are people mm-hmm. that were well-known. It's a. This is an interesting one to she watch. She also now, uh, she does Oscars on the red carpet and she'll do the same thing with people there. But yeah. Uh, Trev? No. Fat cap, I, I, my deal. Maybe if I'm drunk, for better or for worse, is a slow burn, <laughs> right? It take it takes a minute for someone else to understand my deal, so that that's the opposite of quick and flirty and those sorts of things. I'm terrible. I first of all, I had that's a muscle I haven't had to use since I was right. 15. So, but I I was bad at it at 15 too, and I would imagine I'm worse at it at 50. Uh, Jorge? I think so, especially because the uh, Spanish helps a lot. Oh, you know, yeah. When you speak Espanol a little bit, you know? Like, Romantic language. Yeah. yeah. So, it, a little flavor. It, it kind of works in your favor, yeah. but no, I'd I wasn't like that. Throwing them off speaking Chaldean, <laughs> they'd be like, but, what but I feel, going but, but, on? But it, I, <laughs> <laughs> they'd have no idea what's happening. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, never mind. It's uh, a Red Bull and vodka. But, it, but, I, I, but I always felt more comfortable when I got introduced to somebody, and then I get to talk to them, and, and oh, yeah, go out as a group, and then you start to know them like that, and then you Eventually, you're like, hey, you know, maybe just us instead of the whole group. Uh, I felt more comfortable that way. I wouldn't go up to just any random yeah. person and be like, hey, they will start. Yeah. 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 You got travel, running shoes you know? on? <laughs> you <laughs> <laughs> Emily, are you good at it? Um, I don't know. Yeah, it depends on how many drinks they've had. It okay. depends on drinks. Well, that's, yeah, yeah, drinks are how I'm feeling. That's the way to do uh, it. But I think ish. Um, so no, <laughs> I took some German in high school. I can I can't really flirt in German. Can you hold on? Give me the running through your head thing in Chaldean. Give it to me. The running through. Oh, yeah. I, I wouldn't even be able to do it. <laughs> yeah, running shoes. Come on. Yeah. No, if I was like saying, you know, um, let me think. If I was just going to say you look good or something you're, like that, you're very pretty. I'd like to yeah. get to know you better. Iwat Halitha. Iwat Halitha means like you would look. You look pretty. Okay. Okay. 
That sounds nice. I think it's going to be more confusing. And those are some words that maybe sound good. There's other words that they're the ha. There's like a very aggressive ha. I'm like, all right. I just, Iwa, I had something in my throat. I was just getting something out of my throat. Iwa Talitha? Iwa Talitha. Iwa Talitha. I'm going to say that to Susan, see what she says. Iwa Talitha is like, you're pretty. Okay. That's a that's actually a nice way of saying that. Maybe I should have used my yeah, I was going to say, that doesn't sound bad at all. How was I doing 15 yeah. years ago? <laughs> um, okay, so Noah Khan is one of your artists, and he's like, He's popular in a certain group of people, and he's also not like he's. If you walk, he was walking in the street, you wouldn't have a crowd of people following him. He can kind of blend in, but he's pretty popular, and you might not recognize his music. Okay, so he has a very funny Twitter presence. This is a tweet that he tweeted out this weekend. He's been in Australia um, for the past month, so uh, touring there. So he says, singing my own songs at karaoke, passive aggressively stopping and asking the audience if they'd heard this song before for a quote unquote temperature check, uh, aggressively shushing a bridal party. That has been waiting and wants to sing don't stop believing shut it this is my moment so he's a funny guy but he was basically saying i he sings his own songs at karaoke um especially because he's not as well known right now so if you were a famous singer probably at his level where not super recognizable by face but maybe by voice you would sing your own songs at karaoke just to see how it went uh jorge factor cap i've always liked the concept of like singers setting up outside a uh Subway or, or, or like yeah, in the street. Yeah, I think people will stop. Yeah. And yeah. kind of just play it just for the hell of it and see what people's mm-hmm. reactions are like. Just the same thing with karaoke. Like, I would absolutely do it. I would, you know, post up right here on 7th and Big and let's roll, jam out. <laughs> Open you know? up the guitar exactly. case, see how much you can make. Exactly. <laughs> just sing yeah. some stick season. Hand out some CDs, you know? Or if <laughs> you five bucks. Hand out CDs. <laughs> Trev? Yeah, for sure. Especially like the level of fame that you're talking about that, you know, the, you, your ear is going to recognize it more he than your face. He sold out Hollywood Bowl two nights. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Wow. So if you know the music, but maybe you don't know the, the artist, like the look, absolutely. Because you're going to get one of two things. Hey, dude, is this you? Or, oh my God, you sound great. Like either mm-hmm. one of those two things. And if you are a professional singer or whatever, yeah. or a dancer, any, any sort of artistic expression like that, and you can do it in front of people that don't know you do it like for a career aren't going to see Noah Cohen right you're going to blow those people's socks off you're going to absolutely make them go wait a second you can do that and it's like well yeah a professional singer that would be awesome (laughs) Al I think I go cap here's my strategic plan in this my plan is let me if I'm already talented and I could sing and this is specific to karaoke if I can kill a song that everybody knows and I have them all singing with me like Don't Stop Believing. Don't whatever. Stop Believing. And people are like, hey, he's really good, and they're singing along to the song and everything else, and they know the words. I think you're going to get some people saying, do you sing? Or hey, do you th- yeah. yeah, actually, I do sing. I've sold out the Hollywood Bowl a couple times, whatever it is, twice. <laughs> so I think I go cap on this because yeah. karaoke is specific to where you want everyone to interact. And if it's like, just his song. What song is yeah, this? Yeah, it's, if it's just his song. It's like it's almost like being an NBA player, but maybe not like the top tier, but maybe the bottom tier, and then going and playing pickup bas- basketball. Mm-hmm. It's like you can show these people. You mean like up. when Corey McGetty was dunking on me and Trudell? <laughs> you mean something like that? Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, you guys didn't double team him. <laughs> I hate the defense you guys ran that day. It's like, come on, bro. Who was it? Was Byron Scott's son too? That was just balling. Yes, something like but that. But McGetty had played in the NBA like thirty a month ago. before. Yeah, yeah. It was still in great shape and was dunking on me. Well, and- I remember. <laughs> I remember there was a couple of legal defenses that were not called. I don't think. <laughs> Never mind. It was a three seconds in the key. Uh-huh. 
<laughs> Jared Goff was the only guy on that Lions sidelines that knew what he was doing. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Bud Light was brewed to be a delicious and easy-to-drink beer. Even when the little things in life can get hard, like when the game goes into overtime, you have more time to enjoy it and open up a fresh Bud Light. Bud Light, easy to drink, easy to enjoy. Pick up Bud Light at your local retailer today. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Bud Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. All right, BP Go Fifth Row Fridays are back on Mason and Ireland. Listen all week to the show from 1 to 4 p.m. Be sure to take notes. And on Fridays, take that pop quiz. You could be sitting fifth row at the Lakers versus Pelicans game on February 9th. Uh, Lakers, by the way, we'll get into some stuff at noon. They had an interesting game against the Warriors. BB Go, the official game day snack of the Los Angeles Lakers. Get a chance to see a little Zion, a little Brandon Ingram. Sitting fifth row, that's not bad. Sitting fifth row at any event, much less a Laker that's game, not bad. That's a pretty good. Who knows what famous row. people will be there? That's always cool. If what, I was man? fifth row at a high school basketball game, <laughs> I'd be like, "How did how'd you get these tickets?" <laughs> fifth row at an NBA game, like the, the NBA is the best thing to be close for. Mm-hmm. Hockey, you don't want to be like on the glass. Looks cool. Yeah. you can't really see a whole hell, a whole hell of a lot. You need to be a little higher to see the whole ice, right? Football, you want to be halfway up at best, right? So you can see all of it. Baseball, it's kind of fun to be closer to the field. Yep. But basketball is the best. Well, basketball too, and whoever the hell wins these fifth row Fridays, I encourage whoever wins. There are times don't watch the basketball. Just look at the interactions between the yeah. referee and oh, the yeah. player. Look at the coaches, like depending on where you're sitting. That's a that's a cool prize. The game within the game, right? Mm-hmm. And the, the referee stuff's good because they'll tell each other to, that you're blowing it. Hey, you shut up. Hey, I'll get it next time. Or I might have missed it. Just keep playing. It's good stuff. It is fantastic. Um, All right, so NFC Championship game last night. The Lions coach, I think, got sped up by the moment. Clearly in the second half, uh, the Lions did not look like the team they did in the first half. You had uh, Gibbs is fumbling. Josh Reynolds had a couple of bad drops. Yeah, it did. just the the defensive. I keep forgetting the defensive player's name. It hit, hit him in the helmet. I, I'm blanking on that. That I, I forget too. By the way, what an idiotic. Yeah, yeah. You should worst case scenario, bat it down or better make an interception. It just felt like they got a little tight. You know, who didn't Goff. Now was he? He wasn't perfect, but there was surprised. Not not when I stopped to think about it. Yes. Okay. The, the, if you would have said to me, you're surprised that Jared Goff played a pretty clean game? Yeah. Because usually, even in games where he's good, there's one or two moments you're like, dude, what are you doing? Like, he had a bad pass in that one fourth down play, but it wasn't like, what are you doing? Right. It was just a bad throw. And people yeah. weren't technically blaming him for it because it was the fourth down call. Why was, going that's why it. people yeah. were. And, as Kendall Vidor was Kendall the Vidor. Yeah. But it wasn't, like, Patrick Mahomes made a couple of bad throws yesterday. It's just mm-hmm. sometimes you make bad throws. And I can't help but think that the reason that Goff was one of the few Lions players that was pretty comfortable in that environment He's played in that game before. He's mm. played in an NFC Championship game. He's played in a Super Bowl. He's played in a bunch of playoff games as the quarterback of the Rams, and being in that situation was not new to him. Like, Here, you could tell his, his level of – and Jared Goff, you know, and I, I give him a, a hard time. He's pretty chill, almost to the point of like, dude, come on, let's get a little yeah, more animated here. Yep. But I think in that situation – smoking indica, maybe more <laughs> right. of a hybrid or a sativa, something like that. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Yes. Being in the middle is, I think, where you wanted him. And I thought he – of all the Lions players, he seemed to be the one that was least sped up. I, 
I think it's a fair point. It's like you don't want to give um, – I don't want to give the Rams credit for Jared Goff. Like I don't want to give it – because of the way he left and because so many – everybody was against Jared Goff, I don't want to give them credit. But I think what you just said is the most important thing. You get credit for seasoning him. Yeah, you got experience. That yeah. You got a chance to play in big games Playing with Sean McVay. In in a Super Bowl that at he least he played like crap, but he played in it. But at least <laughs> yeah. at least he walked into uh, he walked into the playoffs with this. You had everybody talking about Jared Goff going up against the Rams and Matthew Stafford, and did he play perfect football? No, but they won the game. And he also you didn't really have a moment where you said, "Well, Jared Goff screwed it up." No. Then you played against Tampa, and I know Tampa's you're supposed to win that game. Second but, round of the playoffs, but there is a little mounting pressure of. I got all of Detroit and Michigan that's looking at me like, "Hey, you're in a in a sense kind of could be the savior of this franchise. They haven't got uh, potentially, you know, with an opportunity to get to the Super Bowl." And I thought in yesterday's game, the one storyline that's not coming out is you just we're, we spent so much time talking about a Lions team that collapsed, the collapse. Mm-hmm. 24 to 7 they collapsed blew a 17 point halftime lead and Jared Goff's name doesn't come up in no. any of that collapse no. like I think that's important to pay attention to because if I'd have told you that they were up 27 24 many, to 7 how in many San picks Francisco, did he throw did he throw a pick six <laughs> right. he, and this is natural for any quarterback right. in the league that you think that the quarterback did something wrong I didn't think Goff did anything wrong yesterday I, I somebody that knows this stuff better than I maybe like dude you're an idiot you're forgetting this one the the Goff Stafford trade, the Lions Rams trade, that has to be one of the best trades in NFL history. Simply because both teams got exactly what they needed out of it. The Rams won the Super Bowl. They win, right? You made a trade. You won the Super Bowl. Done. Yeah. It was a good yeah. trade. The Lions made a trade where they got the number one overall pick, who was probably undervalued at the time, mm-hmm. who has continued to improve. They got a boatload of picks to come along with it. They've turned it into guys like Jameer Gibbs that have been incredibly impactful. Mm-hmm. They got the right coach that that bought into Jared Goff. I don't know. I, if you said, usually when you have a trade, hey, you want to do it again? One of the two parties is going, yeah, I, I wouldn't want to do mm-hmm. that again. I think both the Lions and the Rams are like, yep, let's roll it back. Let's do it all over again. That doesn't happen very often. I also think that we don't give enough credit. And I think, yes, that it was one of the, maybe the best trade in NFL history. But we don't give enough credit to Sheila Ford-Hamp, who is the owner of the, um, the principal owner of the Lions. Of the Lions. Mm-hmm. She came about right when all this started happening. She came about, she knows football. She knows football very well and put all these things in place, made all these decisions that put the Lions where they're supposed to be. When she became the the acting owner, the one to make the decisions, that's when the Lions' um, fortune changed. Which is, again, we've had this conversation over and over again about, is it coaching and players or is it ownership? And the all Lions the turned around on ownership and making the right decisions down the line. With that in mind. She drives a Hyundai, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> with, with that in mind. <laughs> Are the Lions back? Like, are they going into next season? Do you feel like they are further down the road? Because obviously the Niners are going to be the team to beat. They're yeah. conference champions, right? Uh, Cowboys are still a really good team. Philadelphia, if they can get some stuff sure. figured There's out. There's always going to be teams we're not talking about right. that, that ball out. But Detroit's the favorite to win that division, probably. Green Bay looked really good towards the end of the season. But is this their, their one shot where looking back, like – Hey, they're never think about Jacksonville a few years ago when they got to the AFC Championship game against the Pats. And you're like, oh, is this the start of something? It wasn't. They haven't been back since. They I just mean, it doesn't happen like that. Remember all the what time. Eminem said? 
Yeah, one shot, one opportunity. Yeah. Especially for them, right? DMX a couple weeks ago. Now X going to give it to you. Got M&M now. Okay, so I hope it's not. I hope it's not. I really, I, I found myself really rooting for the Lions this year. I hope it's not. But here's the reality in the NFL. It's so tough. And, and Dan Campbell said this yesterday. They may never get in this position again. There are certain franchises that have proved if Baltimore's in the AFC Championship game again next year, I'm not going to be surprised or shocked. If the... Go kind of go down the list. The Niners, the Chiefs. If the Rams are playing in an NFC champ, not I'm not surprise. shocked. Yeah. The Lions, this is kind of came out of nowhere. Nobody thought they were going to get this far. There was even a moment, you know, we're talking about the actual trade. And at halftime, I was like, okay, you're telling me the Lions are going to get to the Super Bowl. Anything can happen in one game. Sure. The Lions can win a super this is Sure. They Look, if you're win. in it, you can win it. If you got if yeah. so I, I started thinking in my head, I'm like, the only way this would ever flip around to where the Rams made the wrong decision is if Jared Goff cashed it in in Detroit and he's still young enough to get there five or six more, you know, as in you have five or six more years to get there one more time. And it's like, well, he went to the Super Bowl twice with the Lions and he won yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. And then it didn't happen. Okay, cause... real quick, go around the room. What's more likely okay. that the Lions and Goff are back in a similar situation, NFC Championship game or better, Okay, or they've got another... F- 30-year run where they're absolute dog barf i'd say more likely that they're they're back in it i would i would give them the benefit of the doubt i also, I also think more likely that they're back because again ownership is, is aggressive long. and good and yeah. you had your golf as a young quarterback ish and ish. you have a good team around you i think it's a tough league you just said it with I, jacksonville I, I and it's not that, yeah. yeah it's not a lions aren't good enough thing it's yeah. a this league is a weird yeah. enough thing where you you better hit it, and you need to to stay at the very, very top. You need one of two or both things. A freak quarterback, which Jared Goff is not. He's not a bum, but he's not a freak. And a head coach that just gets it, deeply, yeah. deeply gets it. Andy Reid, Sean McVay, Pete Carroll, Bill Belichick, Mike, like just be in it over and over again. I don't know. Dan Campbell does not strike me as that guy. But they've only gotten better each season. They have. They have. They have Why to- would we think that get worse? I want to give them credit. Because other people are getting better. I want to give them, but don't they seem like if they're a stock, which which way are they going? I feel like they're on the rise. I would have said that coming into the season, but now like it's the it's, one two uh, playoff game. But you got to get better, right? If you're yeah. going up, you get better than this. Is you got to win that game yesterday? Are they going to win mm-hmm. that next year? I I wouldn't pick. And you, I wouldn't I, pick it. I don't think you could be if you're going with history. I don't think you could be wrong there, right? Like I can't argue that. But what they put together has been was pretty special this year. Pretty special Saturday night, LeBron versus Steph Curry. Uh, I wasn't expecting that, but I'm glad I got to see it. That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.